0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at that's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Even the most zen, articulate, amazing people who are so kind and loving, they're still things that they work on. And that's the whole point of life is to keep on working. a short life that only lasts an hour, how much, how little is within our power. Just I'm just gonna repeat that to myself every morning, right when I wake up. Hello, hello friends. Welcome back to Acting My Age Podcast with me, Rohini Lee. Happy Wednesday, guys! Happy, happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a spectacular day so far. Um, if I sound a little bit nasally, it's because I am. I have a little cold, just a wee wee cold, because I think um, not to blame Catherine or anything, but um I'm always with that bitch and she nannies for two young kids. So, you know, kids always gets co- always get colds. So um Yeah, that kind of threw off my whole podcast plan this week because I was supposed to record it yesterday technically, but um, I was just way too stuffy and um, I'm feeling much better today thanks to my amazing immune system and all of the freaking awesome natural supplements that I take to boost my immune system. I got the cold yesterday and I'm already feeling like 50% better today. So I imagine by tomorrow I will be feeling just fine, back to normal. Um, so yeah, today's episode is going to be kind of all over the place. Unfortunately, I just didn't have my shit together in time to do a, you know, like usually I have a topic about a week ahead of time and ask you guys to send in stuff. And, um, yeah, I just didn't have my shit together. So it's just going to be a whole hodgepodge of things. Um, today, the day that I'm recording this, um, which is uh, April 23rd is actually the one-year anniversary of Acting My Age podcast, which is very, very, very cool and very exciting. I can't believe it's been a year. Um, So I thought today I would just kind of talk about, like, how much I've changed in a year, the biggest things that I've um, noticed, things I've um, noticed the most change within myself that's not proper grammar, and um, also recommend some of my favorite books. Um, You guys asked for that. And then also I have... I did another fun little poll question time on my podcast Instagram stories, acting podcast on Insta. Just asked you guys a bunch of rapid fire questions with like a yes or no type of answer and I thought it'd be really interesting to share what you guys said and just talk about talk about life, man. I just discovered, okay, wait, sorry, sorry. Let's just get into the episode. I'm just going to keep rambling. So, let's get into it. Happy you're here. <music> posted yesterday on my main Insta at Rohini Lee's that I was just feeling super bummed out with Instagram lately. And I've been feeling like that for a while, which always sucks because so I often will delete Instagram for a couple days just when I feel like I need a break. And when it's the weekend or when I'm with friends or family, I just completely put my phone in the other room. Um, but in the last week, I've been at home a lot, I guess. And Had some downtime and I just found myself falling back into that pattern of just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling for no reason without even like engaging in the content or finding it particularly interesting or commenting or anything like just scrolling, scrolling, and looking at everyone's stories and falling into that same negative pattern that I've done so many times in the past where I just start comparing myself to everyone on Instagram. And sorry for the sniffles, guys. Um, And it's not like comparing my looks against other people's looks or comparing like um I don't know physical features it's always comparing how like how successful they are versus me that's my fucking trap that I always fall into and that's literally my biggest thing that I have to work on um I'm very conscious of that and this Instagram thing that I keep falling back into is just my biggest reminder that I have so much work to do and yeah, but it's, it's a, it's a blessing, honestly, because, um, I hope that I will never, I don't think I ever will, but I think at least for me, like, um, people that I respect that I learn things from always admit how much they still have to learn. Um, because I do not care for people that pretend to know it all or have it all or be it all. I don't care for people that, do that. Like I just much more prefer people who are humble and honest and just aware of how human they are and not acting better than thou or whatever. I don't, I don't like that. I never have. (laughs) So, um, anyway, this Instagram thing just been really bumming me out, and I a couple of months ago after I went off because I did like a month cleanse off Instagram, I deleted my Instagram for a month, which was fucking amazing. But after I did that, I realized that I was following all these people that I was getting no value from, um, and I just I just basically recondoed my Instagram. So I went through and if that that person their content didn't actually spark joy like real ass joy, like spark something within me, I unfollowed them and I unfollowed over a thousand people. Um, and it is kind of awkward cause some people I've like met in real life and I'm like acquaintances with, but it's nothing personal. Like I would still, you know, if I talked to them or saw them again, like I'd still want to hang out, but just in terms of Instagram, I'm very aware of how, um, brainwashing it can be and how much it can suck you in. And with all of the time I spend on it, unfortunately, definitely trying to cut back on that. But with all of the amount, the amount of my day that I do spend on Instagram, it's quite a lot, unfortunately. So it's a regular pattern in my life. And so I want what I consume on there to be beneficial, to be interesting, to be engaging, to teach me something, to expand my mind, to give me inspiration, to spark my creativity, things like that. I don't want it to just be mindless content. Um, so i followed a ton of people and I followed a ton of spiritual people and like quote pages and like motivational speakers and podcast hosts and just people that really expand my mind and don't have pretty feeds, but they have very uh, interesting concepts and things that they talk about. And that was the biggest, um, exodus, I guess, was all of the just really pretty, beautiful feeds because i followed so many like beautiful feed girls that it's wonderful how creative they can be on there but i wasn't getting anything anything from it really like i don't know i don't i'm not in the stage of my life where i really care about what designer shoes you have even though i'm very happy for you that you're enjoying them like that's great but i am not getting anything from that it's not benefiting my life or enriching my life in any type of way it's just visual you know visual stimulation but i want something more than that so Anyway I've been on that whole wave of trying to find interesting people and yesterday I asked you guys to recommend some people and I got amazing 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 suggestions um, and I've already f- completely fallen in love with one of the people that you guys recommended um, her name is Africa Brooke and oh my god I <laughs> it was literally love at first sight I watched I followed her last night and then she posted an IGTV today. Called Dare to Be Canceled, Cult Dynamics. Um, hold on, Cult Dynamics, Seeking New Perspective, and more. And I, it's sixty-two minutes long. I watched the entire thing, and I could not tell you the amount of times I was like, "Yes, yes!" Like I was literally, like, physically clapping. I was like, "Yes!" Out loud. Like sh- this, this woman spoke so many truths that I have not been able to articulate. That just she uh, spoke, just put things into words so beautifully. So. Um, eloquently, just fucking amazing. I'm in love with this woman and I'm so glad she exists. And I'm so glad that she has the courage to say all the things she does because it is so needed right now. And hopefully I will have the courage to also speak my mind like that one day. But right now I don't, (laughs) the wounds are still a little fresh. So anyway, if you're someone who likes to expand your mind and not be, um, just be curious and not not fall into cancel culture not fall into the very, uh, polarizing dynamics that we have going on online and also just in life right now. Um, I would definitely recommend that you check her out. I think she's fucking incredible and I'm so glad that she exists. Oh God. Amazing. 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 So I'm so grateful that you guys recommended these amazing people because I already feel so much, my life feels much more enriched because of it. And yeah, so that's a little interesting thing going on so i actually found out some very exciting news recently um i don't know how much i want to share yet but i applied for this fellowship um with it's hosted by one of my favorite spiritual um mentors i guess you could say someone i really look up to and i've studied a lot in the last couple months or year and i just really admire what they do um, and the impact they have on this planet, and they have an in-person fellowship, um, and I applied, and it was a big. There was a big wait list, and I got in. And I just found out, and I'm so excited. It's truly like I know it's going to completely change my life. This person's already changed my life so much and helped me expand. Everything about me (laughs) and what I care about and what's important and all of that. So, I just know this in person experience is going to completely freaking change my life. And I'm so excited. It's in July and I'm just so fucking honored and grateful that I got accepted. So, that's going to be completely transformative. And I can't wait to keep you guys updated um, as it goes along. Again, I'm just very wary of sharing too much sometimes because of everything that happened. I'm, so actually that's what I wanted to talk about. So, um, with this fellowship I'm doing, they, um, do a lot of, you know, healing. That's what the whole thing is about. It's about healing yourself so you can better help the planet and help the collective, um, and help people. And so they do like, um, guided, guided, um, meditations and deep breath work and, um, like sharing circles and all these things. Um, and I was imagining before I found out I got in, it was after I applied. I was imagining what I would say if in one of the sharing circles they asked me what was the biggest thing that I was like struggling with and wanting to work on and like what's my biggest wound, I guess. Cause I have a feeling that's something that's gonna come up. And I was just picturing, I was actually in the bath. I was picturing what I would say. Um, which actually was a very good exercise so I would definitely recommend you guys do that if you want like if picture imagine yourself in some type of sharing circle and imagine what you'd say if someone asked you what your biggest wound was and like what you've learned from it and what you have to overcome very powerful stuff so anyway I envisioned that and I came to a huge conclusion that I've never never realized before and it's that from All of the stuff that happened after I went to Mexico, and not just that, the first after my first cancel, my first run in with cancel culture um, when the Black Lives Matter movement first started um, last year, both of those left me feeling very, very vulnerable and not safe Um, with myself, with others online, just feeling super vulnerable. And I never realized that's what it was because. I, you know, have been hearing a lot lately and learning that whenever someone is aggressive or defensive or lashing out or any of that, it's like all of your triggers have to do with a wound. And no matter what it is, there's something that needs to be healed or is begging to be healed within you that causes you to lash out or react strongly in any certain way. And whenever something happens like if i ever get a comment nasty comment or a nasty dm or anything i get super triggered and i don't not to the point where i i uh, instantly react because i know not to but i still get like i just it's like this humongous flood of emotion floods up through me it's like rage mixed with wanting to throw up honestly and then i just squash it down as quickly as it comes up so it's like and then i just squash it down and then i go i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and i just realized that that's super unhealthy and i still am not like healed from everything that happened like i'm just not i thought i was but i'm not <laughs> because i'm still having these reactions that i have to tamp down which is not healthy so um i've been practicing working through letting the full emotion come up like if I see a comment, I let the full emotion of how it makes me feel come up instead of pushing it down, suppressing it. And then I like either journal or just go through in my head, like, okay, what is this really about? Like, how does this make you feel? Why does it make you feel like this? Do you believe what this person has to say? Um, You know, do you want to take advice from this person? Like, and then try to walk through it, and eventually, hopefully get to the conclusion, like, this person needs love, and this is how they're lashing out for the wounds that they don't have healed within themselves, that's the end point, but sometimes it takes me a while to get there, um, so anyway, that's just been something I've really been working on, and, uh, I just never realized, like, I never connected the anger and the, like, wanting to throw up, because and whenever something happens, I get so nauseous, and I really feel like I'm either going to pass out or throw up, and I get start, like, shaking, I get full body anxiety, and, like, I've never been someone that has symptoms of anxiety, like, in my body, and whenever I see a comment or a DM or whatever, um, I get fucking super bad anxiety, like, very physical, very just nauseous, want to throw up, shake, pass out, hide under the bed, all of those things, and I've learned how to, like, you know, shove it down, but I don't think that's healthy, so just connecting that, the, the, um, oh, and I get super feisty, too, so, like, I'm never gonna say something to anyone, but if Sage is around, I'm, like, yeah, that fucking bitch, blah, 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 like, I get feisty, and I want to attack them, even though I don't, but my initial reaction is, oh, my God, I'm gonna throw up that fucking bitch, like, I still have a very reactive, I react strongly to things, Um, online, and I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want to do that. I want to not be reactionary. I want to just, you know, accept people as they are and understand that people are hurting, and that's why they attack. That's literally the only reason why anyone attacks is because they're hurting inside, Um, and I just want to heal that part of me and not be so vulnerable, so I never realized that's what it was, and I think I just talked about this in the last episode, or maybe I didn't. I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't think I did. So this was the other big realization I had last, um, when I went on the girls trip with Catherine, um, just really trying to get to the bottom of where my, my, uh, triggers, I guess. I feel like I don't like the word triggers because I hate how people like I'm triggered, like in like a joking way, or like it's turned into a whole nother thing. I don't like that. So that makes me not really like that word, but I do think it's an accurate, description of what happened. So like my, um, triggers, like what makes me upset and what makes me, um, like defensive and ups, like, you know, anxious, all that. I realized, um, when I was with Catherine, cause she was talking about herself and I don't want to obviously share for her, but we came to the conclusion we we're basically doing like therapy on each other, which is fucking dope. But we came to the conclusion that, she seeks internal validation, um, and I seek external validation, um, because of how we were speaking, we're like, whoa, like, what I'm always concerned about is what someone else is going to think of me, what someone else is going to think of my achievements, if I'm living up to what someone else, you know, um, wants of me, like, I never worry about if, I'm making enough money for me. I worry about if I'm making enough money for Sage to feel like he doesn't have to carry all the load or if, if I'm, um, if I have enough Instagram followers, so X, this person, this, and this person will think I'm successful. If I'm, I'm putting out enough content that my managers will think I'm doing a good job. It's never for me. Like I don't seek internal validation as like as much as I seek extra validation because I, and then we were talking about how that relates to our childhood because I've always, my parents are very supportive and I've always, they always told me how, like literally my mom every fucking day would be like, you are great. Do you know that you are great? Like you are love, you're light, you're God, you're here for a reason, like hyping me up every fucking day. So I've always like had that inner worth aspect to myself. Like I know, um, I know that I'm, good, (laughs) and I know that I'm here for a reason, and that part, I got, like, you know, relatively, relatively on lock, but my whole thing growing up, I always wanted to be fucking cool, I just realized this, (laughs) like, literally, this is what being an adult is, I guess, is just figuring out your fucking story that you're telling yourself, and figuring out how it's harming you and helping you, so, that's my whole thing. I've always wanted to be cool. Like in elementary school I wanted to, you know, have the cute lunchbox and have the trendy lunch and sit with the cool girls at lunch and and, you know, go to sleepovers and all that. And I mean I always wanted to be the cool girl and I not, you know <laughs> I was in middle school, in high school, whatever. I was in the popular crowd and that literally doesn't mean anything. But um Like, I don't know. I was always one. I'm like, oh yeah, like all the boys like me. Like I want all the boys to like me. Literally in middle school, I got boobs really early. I think maybe I told this story already. I don't know. But I got boobs really early. um, And everyone thought I sucked my bra. That was the rumor. um, Because I think it was in like fourth grade or fifth grade or something. I had one of my friends over. And my cousin sent me her hand-me-down bras. And we were trying them on. And they were way too big for me because she was in high school. And I was in like fifth grade. Um, but I was trying them on and I was like, oh my God, like these are huge. And I put socks and I'm like, look how much like socks I would need to, you know, fit in this bra. And so that friend went and told all her friends who hated me that I stuffed my bra, which was not the case. Anywho, that, that little story followed me throughout middle school. So whenever I had my boobs looking perky and pretty, people would say that I stuffed my bra, like all this shit. Like I always had so much drama and gossip about me in middle school for literally no reason, but I was quite, I was quite promiscuous, like, I always wanted to have the external validation, the external attention of the boys, of the girls, of everything, I always wanted that, and I fucking liked it, like, obviously, I liked it, so, in middle school, I remember, I would, like, I don't know with who, a couple of my friends, we'd play, like, music on our iPods, and, like, practice body rolling outside <laughs> in the soccer field, with the boys watching, we'd be, like, ooh, ooh, like, <laughs> practice body rolling So fucking cringy, dude. Why do we do these things in middle school? It's so funny. But, um, yeah, I've just always wanted that external validation. Like, in high school, freshman year, I, you know, wanted to date all the football players, and I did, and I wanted to date the upperclassmen, and I did, and I wanted everyone to think I was hot and cool, and I was a cheerleader, and, like, I always got off on that. Like, I liked that. And, I wanted the teachers to love me and I wanted the principal to love me. And so I did ASB and I got good grades and I, you know, I just really wanted people to like me and I never wanted anyone to be mad at me. I never wanted confrontation. I would do anything to avoid confrontation. Um, If someone did something shitty to me, I would just be like, okay, like I just take it because I didn't want them not to like me. I've always wanted that fucking external validation. And I literally never connect the dots with that to now how my biggest struggle is like comparing myself to others who I perceive are more successful and it's literally not even the success that I want for myself it's like if a third party would see me compared to this other person and see how many more Instagram followers they have and more comments they have I'm like upset that this third party doesn't probably doesn't view me as good as the other person does that make sense it's like I just want I've, you know, just struggled with that. So it's very interesting. And the, everything that happened, um, all of the controversy and drama and trolls and fucking having my address leaked and having my contracts canceled and literally going from making over six figures to fucking like nothing in a week. I haven't talked about that, but yeah, it was fucking, it was fucking real. Um, I just feel vulnerable and I never really like figured that that that's what the wound is I feel vulnerable I don't feel safe in in who I am online anymore I guess so that's fucking that's a light light bulb ding 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 aha moment but I think it's really good that I realized that because now I know how to take the next step forward to try to figure out how to heal it and um something that I've been saying like I've been doing affirmations after my meditation in the morning just letting it literally come out whatever I need like I just put on this like really funky kind of like um it's called like tribal DNA drum activation or something it's like really funky drum music and I just let whatever needs to come out come out and one of the main things that comes out is I am safe I'm protected I'm safe I'm protected over and over so I'm like shit And it's like, yeah, I'm safe, I'm protected, I'm worthy, I'm dedicated, I'm motivated, I'm here for a reason, I'm loved, I'm lovable, I'm all those things, like it just comes out. And so I'd really recommend doing that. Um, Also, fun, hot tip, if you guys don't like turbulence, which I fucking hate turbulence, it's literally the worst, I freak out, I start crying, hyperventilating, like I just don't understand how we can be in a metal box in the sky metal tube in the sky and like it's bumpy how are we not going to die right now like I obviously know objectively it's going to be fine but in the moment it doesn't feel fine so the last couple times I've flown I've practiced just closing my eyes and saying I'm safe I'm protected I'm safe I'm protected just over and 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 over until the turbulence stops and it really helps it helped me last time not have a panic attack so if anybody struggles with you know turbulence on planes try that shit out because it worked for me um, so anyway, that was random, but, um, yeah, that's just, I just wanted to update you guys cause you know, you guys share so much with me and you're super vulnerable with me. And the whole point of me doing this podcast is just to kind of keep you guys updated with where I'm at with my personal growth, you know? And I think there is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of, of with admitting like where you're at and What you're struggling with and what you need to work on. Like the people that I admire most, who are incredibly successful, brilliant people who have had so many amazing um, successes, like written books and have a very um, substantial following, and you know all those things. And they're really great people. They always talk about the things they struggle because no one's fucking perfect. We're never going to be. Even the most zen articulate amazing people who are so kind and loving there's still things that they work on and that's the whole point of life is to keep on working and if anyone gives you the vibes that they are higher than thou and better than thou and got it all figured out that's just some bullshit that's just an insecurity it's a coping mechanism so you know just be honest with where you're at that's that's my vibe So anywho, um, I thought I would recommend a few books because I keep talking about books like in one episode and then the next episode I talk about another and someone asked if I could just recommend a bunch of books in one sitting. So here we go. Okay. So I don't have all of them in here, but the number one book I recommend, which you guys probably know I just talked about in the last episode, Letting Go by David Hawkins. It is the first book that really catapulted me into my journey of self-exploration and spirituality and it's really not that spiritually focused, I feel like. Now that I've read a bunch of other books, this one's pretty like, you know, I think I think anybody could read it and really benefit from it. It's very powerful. Um, I've recommended it to so many people and they have all gotten a lot out of it. So 10,000% recommend. The second book I would recommend is The Coddling of the American Mind by Greg Lukianoff and Jonathan Haidt. I think that's how you say his last name, not a spiritual book whatsoever, but it is one of the most impactful books I've read this year. And I think one of the absolutely most necessary books written, um, right now for our generation and how things are shaping up in terms of, you know, just the fucking attitudes right now, online and in person and how polarizing and divisive everything is. So please, please read this. If you want to, you know, be, Part of the change and be a part of people who actually want unity and acceptance and not judging and assumptions and all that. So very powerful book. I think it's really good. It's written by two professors. Um. So yeah. And next book, Journey to the Heart by Melody Beattie. It's not a book. It's well, it's a book, but it's daily meditations. Um. So it just has like August twenty sixth, and then like a couple paragraphs that are kind of like poems. It's very nice, very beautiful. I like keeping it on the um where I have breakfast so that in the morning I can just look and see the meditation for the day and it's just nice peace of mind type of thing. Um, Yeah. Next one, very, very good read if you guys are in a creative career path or want to be or if you're just a creative soul or honestly, pretty much anyone could benefit from this. It's called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. It is incredible it's the best kick in the ass ever like if you if you have this dream that you want to achieve and you want to start your own business and you want to do this but you're just like not doing it like you know you need to do it but you're just not you're putting it off you're you know putting it to the back burner this book will literally give you the best kick in the ass ever get you going it is so good he talks about resistance resistance is the enemy and I just keep it by my computer so whenever I write or whenever I'm putting off writing, I just read it and then I go, shit, okay, and then I start writing. So it's very good. It's a quick little book and it's one you can read over and over again and just flip open and read a page whenever you need some motivation. Um, let's see. I have some other books in the bathroom. <laughs> I, have, I literally have piles of books all over the house. Um so what are my bathroom books? Um, yeah, so really great book, Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes, Estes, um, I haven't finished the whole thing, it's a big, big read, and I kind of save it for when I'm in the bathtub, so that's why I haven't finished it yet, but it is, it is, um, very, very, uh, it, it makes your mind, get very creative and it's very like I have so many images swirling around in my mind when I'm reading it and very very expansive book very great for women it's all about unleashing the wild feminine within you and that is something that I'm very much prioritizing in this chapter of my life unleashing the wild feminine energy because it's so fucking powerful and it's so dope and it's such a gift so that book is really incredible I like it a lot I also really like You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. That is going to blow your fucking mind. If you have never dabbled into uh, anything besides Western medicine, it's going to blow your fucking mind. It is so incredible. Joe Dispenza does insane things. He is truly just on this earth to fucking shatter everything, and he heals so many people. It's not even him. He just teaches people how to heal themselves. Um and it's so cool. So, yeah, that book will blow your mind and completely make you rethink your potential as a human in terms of like what your body and your mind is actually capable of. Um, I've said this before, but literally all the placebo effect is it's when they do, I think, a double blind study, is what it's called, pretty sure. And for a pharmaceutical drug, and, you know, half the um, study gets the drug, and half the study are, are told that they are also getting the drug, but they're actually given a sugar pill or a saline injection, um, or a fake surgery. And oftentimes, the placebo—the people that had the fake surgery, the fake pill—heal um, themselves just as much, if not more, than the people who actually get the drug. And they were never given anything. It's just the power of the mind because they were told they're getting something that's going to heal them. So they believe they're going to be healed. And so their mind starts working that way. Their body starts working that way and they literally heal themselves. That's all the placebo effect is you guys. And that this book just goes into all these accounts of spontaneous healing, of from literally every disease, everything you could think of. And it's literally just the power of the mind. So it's so fucking dope. We are so powerful. And that connects directly to manifestation too. So, um, you can manifest pretty much anything. Um, so yeah, that's dope. Let's see what else, what are some other amazing books? I have a lot of books that I'm like just started or half read, but these are two I'm reading right now that are both very very eye-opening I'm all about fucking expanding my mind and shattering my current beliefs to just be open to so many other ways of thinking because the world is pretty boring if you only think one way and are not open to anything else in my opinion so this book Aubrey Marcus recommended and it's called the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible by Charles Einstein Einstein um no Eisenstein Eisenstein and it's very good. It's very good. I haven't finished it yet, but I've already gotten quite a lot from it. Let's see. It's all about just the the realities of basically bad and good in in life and how how much good is really possible if we all kind of focus on healing ourselves and believing that, you know. A More Beautiful World Our Hearts Knows Possible is possible so it's very good and he doesn't, it's very Um, he writes it in a very relatable way like it's not some fancy doctor or um, psychologist writing a really hard to digest book like it's very just written in, in you know common sense language that's very in- interesting and easy to understand so definitely would recommend that. I literally read all the time guys. I realize that I should start breaking up my week so that Cause basically right now I just read a little bit, like a lot of times during the day, like during breakfast, I'll read a little bit during lunch. I'll read a little bit during, you know, the afternoon I'll read a little or when I take a bath or whatever, but I don't like have, I don't block out huge chunks of time. Um, so I realized that I should just have one day a week where I just read and study all day. And these books I'm reading aren't like, although I do love to read Um, you know, some fun little novels too. But these are all like mind blowing, studying, like fucking dope books that are, they, you know, teach in college classes or are, they're heavy duty books basically. So it truly is studying and it's changing my life and bettering my life so, so much. So I should just have one day a week where I fucking study and just have that be my day of reading. So I'm going to start doing that and take notes and everything. This book I just got, the red book. Um, a reader's edition by none other than Carl Jung. If you guys don't know who Carl Jung is, he's one of the founding fathers of modern day psychology. Him and you know Freud and a bunch of other people, but he is very, 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 uh, very impactful. I also I had no idea Sage's Nana pr- is one of the top practitioners of Jungian. I think that's how you say Jungian psychology in the U.S. I knew she was an amazing therapist, but I didn't know that she was fucking on this level. So basically, uh, (laughs) this book is like his, one of his most famous and impactful life's work. And it is, God, it's blowing my mind already. Um, Let me read you just like a little bit. This is like a little bit harder of a read because it's quite dense and again, he's a very intelligent psychologist. So it's like, you really have to focus when you read it, but there's a lot um, that I can get out of it. So this, I just, these are a few things I highlighted. Um, Do you believe, man of this time, that laughter is lower than worship? Where is your measure, false measurer? The sum of life decides in laughter and in worship, not your judgment. That blew my mind. It just, ah, that literally sums up everything. Like who are you to judge literally anything? Just be. Don't judge, just be. Um that like why why do you get to judge and assume that laughter is lower than worship in terms of what is like holy about being alive? Like if you're really laughing, you are very close to God. Like you're just completely in it, laughing, joyful, carefree, out of your body just laughing, like completely absorbed in joy and love, and that is what worship is is it not so that just oh i love that that blew my mind and it is no teaching and no instruction that i give you on what basis should i presume to teach you i give you news of the way of this man but not of your own way my path is not your path therefore i cannot teach you the way is within us but not in gods not in teachings not in laws within us is the way the truth and the life Woe betide those who live by way of examples. Life is not with them. If you live according to an example, you thus live the life of that example. But who should live your own life, if not yourself? So live yourselves. The signposts have fallen, unblazed trails lie before us. Do not be greedy to gobble up the fruits of foreign fields. Do you not know that you yourselves are the fertile acre which bears everything that avails you? Oh, yet who today knows this? Who knows the way to the eternally fruitful climes of the soul? You seek the way through mere appearances. You study books and give ear to all kinds of opinion. What good is all that? There is only one way, and that is your way. You seek the path? I warn you away from my own. It can also be the wrong way for you. May each go his own way. That's so powerful. Um, And it just reminds me, like, every single thing... So what's so great about learning <laughs> and studying. It's like every single thing that any of us are struggling right now is nothing new. No matter how crazy our society seems right now, it's nothing new. These problems have always existed. There's always been people on both sides thinking they're right. There's always been, you know, hatred and lying and corruption and greed and all these things. It's always existed. And literally all there is, is to focus on bettering yourself for yourself and finding your own path in your own way that's all there is. That's all there's ever been. So it's just crazy to me. Like literally my mind is being exploded every single day. I'm like, everything, everything I've ever known just exploded and like shattered. And then I start over every day. It's so fun. So dope. Um, let's see. This is from the same excerpt. I'll just finish this and then put this book away. Um, I will be no savior, no lawgiver, no master teacher unto you. You are no longer little children that fire 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 if anyone is telling you that their way is the only way then that's some fucking bullshit because you do not need like that's what Aubrey Marcus always says you do not need a guru or a you know a god or a someone to to take you like to take you to enlightenment like enlightenment is within you you don't need a church to take you to god like god is within you that kind of thinking like you know you don't need a uh you don't need anybody else basically like you know i'm trying to say okay sorry back to the thing giving laws bettering making things easier has all become wrong and evil may each one seek out his own way the way leads to mutual love and community men will come to see and feel the similarity and commonality of their ways laws and teachings held in common compel people to solitude so that they may escape the pressure of undesirable contact. But solitude makes people hostile and venomous. Ain't that the more? That's the m- most fucking true thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't even talk. Um, therefore, give people dignity and let each of them stand apart so that each may find his own fellowship and love it. Power stands against power, contempt against contempt, love against love. Give humanity dignity and trust that life will find the better way. Give humanity dignity. Whew. The one eye of the Godhead is blind. The one e- ear of the Godhead is deaf. The order of its being is crossed by chaos. So be patient with the crippledness of the world and do not overvalue its consummate beauty. Deep stuff. And of course, you guys know I believe in God. So I'm not, by reading this, I'm not like shitting on anyone who believes in God and the higher power because I absolutely do. And so does he if you keep reading his stuff. But it's just simply saying that, you know. Don't. It's kind of what I said in the last episode, you know. Carl Young and I are really on the same page. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's just it's, don't give away your power to anyone else. Basically, is how I'm um interpreting that. So yeah, that's dope. Um, Ryan Holiday also has a lot of good books. The Obstacle of the is the way. Um, the Daily Stoic. That's his thing. So, yeah, there's a lot of very impactful books. I think those are the ones that come to mind. I also just ordered three that Africa Brooks, who I just talked about earlier, she recommended in one of her IGTVs, and I just ordered those, and I have a feeling they're going to be very, very, very up my alley and very impactful, so I will share those with you guys, too. Oh, I found this, um, or I saw this quote on Instagram the other day that I loved so, so much. Um... I posted it on Instagram. In this short life that only lasts an hour, how much, how little is within our power? Emily Dickinson. Oh, I, I would get that as a tat if I could. <laughs> it's a little too long, I think, for a tattoo for me. But um, in this short life that only lasts an hour, how much, how little is within our power? Just I'm just going to repeat that to myself every morning right when I wake up. Just like such a reminder, such a kick in the ass, just... Are you going to squander your life? Are you going to waste away your life? Are you going to, you know, just be stuck and feel like you're hopeless and all these things? Or are you going to take your power back, take your power and believe in yourself? So easier said than done, of course, but I really liked that quote. Okay. So now I'm going to read some of the things that you guys said. Okay. So I asked quite a few questions just to kind of see the vibes. I'll read some of them for you guys. Um, they're just polls like yes or no. Cause I just wanted to see, um, do you believe in God or a higher being? 59% said yes. Uh, 41% said not sure. And I had a few people say, well, you didn't give me a no option and I would have clicked no. So I guess I should have said yes and no. But uh, I don't know. I just said not sure. <laughs> it's pretty, I mean, props to you guys for putting up with me if you don't believe in God because I'm or a higher power. Like I'm always rambling on about that. So props to you guys for being patient with me if you're not down for that. But that's what's so cool about the world is that everyone can have different opinions and that's just fine. Um. So let's see. Next question. Have you ever done psychedelics? 17% said, yup. said nope, and I also asked later, um, would you be open to trying psychedelics, and 60% of people said yes, and 40% of people said not for me, so I thought that was really interesting, Um, and I also wanted to give myself the opportunity to tell you guys that um, for the last three months, two months, three months, maybe more, Sage and I have been microdosing, um, every day, not every day, but it's, we're basically following the Stamets protocol, which is, um, five days on, two days off. And you just, you know, microdose a small, small amount of psilocybin mushrooms. And there are, um, clinical studies proving that it helps with anxiety, PTSD, depression, stress, energy levels, sleep, literally everything. (laughs) It's, um, obviously I'm not you know telling you to do this this is up to you as an adult you can make your own decisions Um, but I am simply saying that I love it Sage and I fucking love it it has really been a wonderful you know addition to our lives like we're not dependent on it or anything there's plenty of weeks we go without doing it but I definitely notice a difference when we do do it at least for me I notice a boost in my mood I see the grass as greener it's just like I notice the beauty in life more. I appreciate nature more. I'm more forgiving, more open with myself and others and not as judgmental. Um, it's just a mood thing is what I mostly notice. And something that I think is super interesting within the last, well, within this last year, I think our entire con- like, world, our consciousness as a humanity has really, really woken up. Like so many more people are talking about spirituality and God and you know finding themselves and focusing on doing the inner work and also a lot of people are talking about psychedelics like I, more I've never noticed it before honestly the last couple of months like list within the last month so many of my friends that I've been friends with for a long time on Instagram um who've never mentioned it in the last couple of weeks or month have mentioned doing um psychedelic mushrooms doing mushroom ceremonies, um, microdosing, all these things. So I think it's very interesting how this is all coming up. Um, I've never done LSD, but I am open to it. I prefer, I think I will always prefer mushrooms because it's natural. It's from the planet. Um, But I have heard LSD, you know, can lead to some pretty crazy um, self-exploration. So I am open to it as a, you know, probably like once a year type of thing, not a regular habit or thing to do, but I'm down. I'm open to trying, you know, most things <laughs> if they're going to be beneficial. Um, that's just me. Of course, that's my opinion. You don't have to want to do psychedelics. That's just what I, I'm down, I'm super down. Um, the mushroom trip that I did, I've already talked about it, but it was, it was very cool. And I've noticed significant changes in myself after doing it. And the, the main thing is that I notice mushrooms everywhere. <laughs> you guys might think I'm fucking with you, but I swear to God, I noticed mushrooms everywhere ever since doing mushrooms. Like if there is a mushroom on the ground out in the forest, like 10 feet away, I will notice it. If there's a mushroom on a poster, I'll notice it on a shirt. I'll notice it. Like I notice mushrooms everywhere, which I never did before. So I think that's pretty crazy. And my appreciation for nature quadrupled 10 X since doing mushrooms. And, um, I'm actually going to be doing it again soon. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I think they say to wait at least four weeks between trips. Um, it's been way more than four weeks for me, but just so you guys know, passing along that information again, I am no expert. I have no qualifications whatsoever to be talking about this, but I am simply sharing my experiences. So yeah, anyway, I am uh, very intrigued in how plants are here to help us and expand our consciousness. And I would love to do ayahuasca. I would absolutely love to. I am totally called to do it. And I am just waiting for the the time that it will come. So that's going to be fucking crazy. I'm um, wow, yeah. So, let's see next question. Do you feel connected to your purpose on the planet? 36% of people said hell yes. 64% of people said not yet. Um oh, also I should say with microdosing mushrooms, LSD, any of that psychedelics, it is very easy if you don't um treat it with respect and like a kind of uh, like a ceremony or something that's there to help you if you just kind of do it all the time without putting any intention or any like weight to it it is easy to overdo it and there are many cases of people just going too hard and kind of losing it like because it takes you so far out of your body and out of reality like it it can take you too much out of reality in a way so that you have a hard time kind of like being on the planet. So I would just, you know, recommend you know being cautious, look into it, um, get it from somewhere you trust, do it with people you trust and are fully safe and comfortable with. And if you don't want to do it, don't do it simple as that. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of hidden, hidden things on our planet that are here to help us, um, that grow naturally. And I don't think it's uh, a coincidence. That's my opinion. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Do you feel you've undergone a major mindset shift in the last year? 87% said yes. 13% said not really. Um, 87%. That's a lot. Uh, I feel like everyone I know in my personal life has undergone Crazy, crazy, crazy shifts in their their opinions, their priorities, everything in the last year. Like, holy shit, this was quite a year. And I think it's absolutely been for the best. Um, everything is ultimately for the best. But yeah, uh, what a year. So, next question: Do you believe in soulmates? Seventy-five percent said yes. Twenty-five percent said no. Um, I wish I could say like. I should have done questions if you don't believe in soulmates, like why don't you? Or if you do, why do you? Um, Next one, do you enjoy your own company? 92% of people said very much. 8% said not really. Um, That 8%, um, I love you. (laughs) I hope you can get there one day because you totally deserve to love yourself and love your own company. And it's a very worthwhile cause to get to know yourself to a point where you can... Accept and love yourself because like I always say you only have you for your whole life. So get to know yourself. Make it a nice make your head a nice place to be. Obviously it's not easy, but I think it's I think it's very much worth it. Um next person or next question. Would you call yourself a curious person? 95% of people said absolutely, five percent said no. Um do you prioritize your health? Be honest. Cause I knew if I just said, do you prioritize your health? A lot of people would just say yes without thinking about it. Um, 56% of people said yes. 44% said not really. Um, I think, I wonder if I should do a whole episode just on health. Um, because it is the most important thing that we have literally the most important thing. Nothing else really matters because without health, you don't have anything else. So I am very much, uh, a student of health and how we can, you know, um, support our bodies and what they're here to do. As I say with the stuffy nose, <laughs> but hey, I've already, I'm like, I got so many of my natural remedies, man. I'm on my black seed oil, I'm on my echinacea, I'm on my call. I'm on my vitamin C, my vitamin D, my zinc. <laughs> I got all this shit. My magnesium for sleep. I, you sh- I should just do a whole video going through all my supplements but also supplements are not needed. I could just I just have so much to say about this. I've learned so much from my nutrition class. <laughs> ah, okay. Next question, do you want to have kids? 80% said yes, 20% said no kids for me. Um let's see. This next question is what is the most impactful thing you've learned this last year? So this is a answer, uh, like a you know, response, not just a yes or no. Um Lauren said that I am the only me that will ever exist. And I need to cherish that heart. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm getting more and more nasally as this episode is going on. I'm so sorry. Um, Celia said plans rarely go the way you think they should. And that's the way it's meant to be. Um, I like that. Just releasing expectations, releasing control, going with the flow. Um, Resi said, mindset is everything. Yes, girl. Caitlin or Kate, Caitlin, I think said, or Kate, Caitlin, I don't know. Learning is a never ending process and trust in the process. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Ali said, death doesn't mean the person leaves you. Yes. Yes. That's so powerful. So, so, so powerful. Um, so true. Everyone's going through something. Be patient and be kind to people, says Jess. Lynn said, some friends come and go and that's okay. Everyone's in your life for a reason, for a lesson, for a learning experience, for some memories, but not everyone is supposed to stay in your life, your whole life. I learned that I wasn't living for myself and now I'm learning how to do that. Emily says, hell yes, girl, you got this. Someone said, I don't know, their username is, doesn't have their name in it, said the letting go technique by David Hawkins. That's what's up. Um, Jess said to let things go that don't serve you. Fuck yeah. That's, that's been one of my things in meditation. I'm like, I release all that doesn't serve me. I release all that doesn't serve me just over and over until I'm like, ah, fucking get it out of here. Ugh. Alexis says, I'm not my thoughts, and I can heal myself and others. Fuck yeah, bitch. Yeah, you can. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a bitch. I said it in a loving way. I promise. Um, someone said, I'm worth it. Someone said, I learned to really question my beliefs. Me too. Times a million times. Like, fuck. I, yeah. Question. Question, question, question. Have a curious mind. That's what Africa said in her IGTV just always lead with a curious mind and that means don't assume you know everything before even listening to the full podcast or the full episode don't assume something about someone that you only hear a soundbite or a snippet of online without actually researching that person like just don't assume don't assume things about people Next person said, social media ain't shit. We really do think people care more than they actually do. <laughs> social media ain't shit. Someone said, stop giving a fuck what people think of you, in all caps. <laughs> Amen. Someone said, nothing is permanent, smiley face. Someone said, I have all of the answers inside of me. Um, Brooke said, I've learned that medicine from the doctors isn't always the cure to illness. And then did mushrooms and plant emojis yeah i am so on that wave with you girl trust the process it's okay to go slow manifest you can't control others reactions to your trauma Ooh, health is wealth that if it's meant to be it will be the life is a cycle unconditional love exists so many good ones so many good ones um Uh, next question I asked, have you ever had a profound spiritual experience? And people had some pretty cool ones. Um, I tripped acid with my boyfriend and it was insane. Most beautiful experience I've ever had. (laughs) Sounds so fun. Um, I see a lot of shadows, both human and animals. Ooh, that's cool. I've manifested things into existence, but I haven't reached the profound spiritual experience yet. In the ocean, a year ago, I felt the energy in the water and realized energy is in everything. Wow, that's beautiful. My grandmother visited me visited me in a dream last week and told me it's scary, and then there's peace. Wow. Wow, that that just gave me chills. wow that's super powerful scary and then there's peace that's all we can hope for right that's amazing thanks for sharing that wow that's very powerful wow this is cool there was a mass global meditation during covid and the experience was insane i talked to multiple people who participated and we all experienced the same thing It was like being scooped up in a giant energy wave. It was life-changing. I've never meditated on that scale with others before. That's amazing. Damn, I want to do one of those. That sounds really cool. Wow. Someone said, I was rushing to see my papa before he passed away, and I literally felt when he did. Wow. That's super powerful. And I, I have no doubt in my mind that that is true. When my granny passed away i had a dream um of her while she was like she said bye while she was passing and i woke up and my mom came in crying and i was like did granny pass away and um she was like yep so yeah i absolutely believe that I felt the Holy Spirit at 14. I was on the floor ugly crying while still worshiping, and it was so powerful. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I just, I've said this a million times, but I'm so open and supportive of however you connect with the divine and your higher power and your, ultimately, to me, I feel like all of these spiritual consciousness, the higher consciousness, the higher realm, whatever you would like to call it, God, the universe, divine, Buddha, you know, Allah, whatever you want to call it. Um, To me, it just feels like love, like unconditional love and light, like washing over your whole body. And however that comes to you, whatever form, I'm so supportive. I think it's all amazing. And I totally know that feeling of just ugly crying, like, just washed in like love and light and just being like oh my god (laughs) like holy shit what is happening right now like is this is this what life is really about it's pretty cool i did a meet your spirit guide meditation and it was my mom's mom who died and i never met wow that's really cool oh i was praying and i felt like jesus was actually hugging me it was the most incredible experience wow that's really cool I don't know if I've said this before but when my parents religion that they practice they um believe and have like uh veneration is that the right word for all of the ascended masters all of the masters from all the different religions so like growing up I had my mom had a poster of all of the you know the Buddha and Jesus and I don't know everyone <laughs> everyone that's an ascended master and Um, I totally believe that all of these figures existed and I all, I believe in their, every one of their power. I don't think there's, for me, I don't think there's just one. I think there's many ways to, um, many ways to God. Um, and yeah, (laughs) that's my tea. That's what I believe. So like, I'll pray to Jesus, you know, I'll pray to, I'll pray to whoever. (laughs) <laughs> I'm down for all of it. And in my, in my mind, my belief, what I think is that all of them are willing to help everyone. Like I, I, that's just my opinion. That's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole long, long topic. But, um, I did a meditation to meet my spirit guide and felt the presence of my granddad. I cried. Oh, so beautiful. i I don't think I've ever told you guys, but I had a very, like, very, very profound experience in a meditation a little while ago, and it was the most insane thing (laughs) I've ever experienced. Um, I think I need to say that for another podcast, but it was crazy. So, yeah, meditation can take you very, very deep, very out of your body, very it's amazing. And half of it is just believing that what you're experiencing is real and you're not crazy. Like you're not crazy. What you're experiencing is real. Um, so let me tell you that if you don't, don't already know that. Um, yeah. And also breath work. If you guys have, haven't looked into breath work that can take you to similar realms as if you're doing psychedelics, if not the same realms, it can totally take you to another fucking world. So I definitely want to get more into breath work. I have done it a little bit and I really, really like it. I've had the most deep meditations after breath work. So yeah. Um the last thing I'll say, I asked a question, do you believe you're a being of light? And 57% said duh girl and 43% said IDK. Um and I just I love both of those answers because it sounds kind of I don't know, if you're not on the same similar spiritual wavelength or whatever, um, saying a being of light sounds really weird. Like I understand that sounds really weird. So, you know, I love both those answers. In my opinion, I think we are absolutely beings of light. All of us are. And light to me is simply just love and goodness, just good beings here to love, to love and be loved. And yeah, that's what I believe. And then I also asked if you guys were going to buy my merch (laughs) because I'm going to do merch for the podcast very soon. I've never done real merch before. I've like done some very failed attempts. Well, they're not failed, but they weren't like people bought it, but I didn't know what I was doing at all. Like I did buttons and bucket hats and I ended up shipping them all at myself and it, it was not, (laughs) it was not a good idea. So yeah, this time I'm doing it the right way, the proper way. My management team has a designer that's working on the designs. Um, I get to pick the different like styles of the clothes and try it all out and they handle all of the distribution and the customer service and all that. So I don't have to do that, which is really good because, um, yeah, I just don't want to. And I, I don't also don't really know how to do it properly. So I think it's going to be really good. It's going to be really cute. It's stuff that I want to wear. Um, we're just meeting about the finalized designs on Monday actually. So it will be coming soon and just best believe it's going to be fucking cute guys. So yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. This turned out to be a long episode. I feel like we got pretty deep. Um, and, there's just a million more things to talk about. I shouldn't even worry when I don't have a topic because I can just chat about everything. I love talking to you guys. So thank you for listening to my nasally stuffy self. Next week, it won't be like this. I literally hate how I sound right now. Oh God. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and thank you for listening to me. If you've been, been along this ride for the whole last year, the first year of acting my age, thank you so, so much for hanging in there. I know the topic has definitely the main topics have definitely changed since I started but I have changed since I started and each year I'm going to change so that's just how it is baby um and something really incredible we're almost at 1 million downloads which is literally insane so thank you guys so so much for just listening and sending it to your friends and um yeah, being so engaged and vulnerable and willing to share. Love you guys so much and thank you. Talk to you next week. Bye.